Welcome to The Fan Room, where we open the door to conversations about trauma, stress, race, and everything in between that happens to veterans before, during, and after military service. So grab a seat, sit back, and let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, man, first I need to start off with like a moment of transparency, because if somebody watching this on YouTube, they're going to see like water stains on my hoodie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just took I just took Sane out. You know, to go to the uh, bathroom after he ate, so that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason why I got these water stays up. You know, on my hoodie. Don't but, don't waste no time. <laughs> hey man, so first <clears throat> off, I, I want to you know tell you sincerely that I appreciate you sitting down, man. I know you're a pretty elusive guy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, man. Would you <laughs> say if it wasn't down, for man. these cameras, you wouldn't see me at all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. Um, I remember telling you like, like, hey man, like. You gotta get it, like you gotta get a social media, like we gotta yeah, get active. <laughs> yeah, Facebook was, I was on it, then I was off of it. You know, yeah, I, I stayed away from it for a little while. But when you are uh, trying to run a business, you're trying to start a business. Like we live in a world now where if you're not on social media, you ain't really trying to run a business. Cause yeah, that's what business is done right now. So and we from that, get on there. and we from that generation where you really not putting your pictures and stuff, you know, out there. Yeah, no. Nah, um, I try not to put as many pictures, especially family pictures. I mean, I probably will get back to a point where that's more of what I'm doing. But um, right now, I'm still in that mindset of head down and reach that next level. So it's pizza, pizza, pizza. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, it'll come along the way. It's, it's more stuff, more content going out there. Yeah, man. I remember like when I was like, oh man, like I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing stuff, I, I, like. I got to post things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I got to learn things. I got to learn TikTok. I got to learn. I was just talking to a friend of mine because he planned on doing content. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're going to have to do TikTok, Instagram. You know, he was like, man, I don't, I don't do yeah, none of that tick, stuff. TikTok and uh, it, Reels is the things that I'm I'm starting to slowly Reels, yeah. get into now. But uh, I want to get more into it, especially with the whole pizza thing. Like, and especially just looking at cooking and things like that. You see how people separate and chop up their you know, videos to, sh- to put their content out there, show people how they create whatever it is they create, whether it's candles or, you know, podcasts or pizza, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know. So you definitely got to get into that space, you know what I'm saying? The, and the video shorts or the long videos is really pushing people over the edge as far as drawing in, you know, more viewers and things like that. Yeah, man, vertical, uh, vertical video, like three seconds long, four mm-hmm. seconds long. That's what's happening right now. Yeah. But uh, like, so where does this whole story start? So we know we gonna end somewhere at pizza, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we end somewhere at pizza. But uh, even before we start, I do like I said, uh, man, thanks for coming down, sitting down with me, of man. Course, of course. Um, as a as an intro, this is like something. This is like shit we do at any min- at any time. Like oh yeah, we, like, man. This like, this thing is this is installment one. So you are gonna get different pieces from. I probably touch on childhood. I probably touch on uh, middle age, and um, of course, veteran, military. You know what I'm saying? U.S. Navy, retired, all of that. So, yeah, man, we 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 gonna bust it down and get into it. Yeah, man, this ain't just an interview. This just really two chopping it friends up. chopping it up, right? Chopping Shooting the shit, up. right? So, but let's start. Like, I want to start somewhere that I don't know. Period. Like, and I don't think I know why you joined the Navy. I don't think you ever talked to me about that. Yeah, nah. So, joined the Navy in uh, 2005, uh, March 28, 2005, is when I joined. And um, I guess, like most 
young black men or most young um I, I won't say inner city because i grew up in i'm from pg county uh clinton maryland to be exact um but it, i just didn't have a lot of what i felt like opportunities you know i didn't uh do the best in school as far as grades and everything i had a couple um offers to go to school i, I was accepted to norfolk state but when none of that stuff pounded out uh financially wise i was like man start working hvac um i was like man this is not gonna get me to where I want to go. I want something more steady. I want something more, you know, stable career oriented. So, so I, let me look into the military. My sister had left to go to the army um, a year, two years before I even thought or was considering um, joining the Navy. So yeah, that's that's how it started. Um, like I said, working work HVAC, I was like, I want to be an engineer. I want to do something working with my hands. At least that's what I thought I wanted to do. Yeah, that's right. what I wanted to do, you know, at the time. Um, how old was you? Man, I joined at uh, 18. I joined at 18, yeah. You was already working HVAC before? Yeah, I was working okay. HVAC before then. And I wasn't certified with um, handling and refrigerating anything. I was pretty much working in the warehouse, um, nailing and hammering duct together, uh, working on some furnace, installing like uh, motherboards and electrical components inside furnaces and things like that. So, you know, that was something that I really was interested in at that time. So that gave me enough interest to when I decided to join the Navy. It was like, if I'm going to join, if I'm going to go for a career, I'm going to go as an engineer. That's what I want to do. Yeah, engineering something is something that I feel like. Um, and I, I had a small idea of, I wanted to go to college. Like, I, I felt like I always wanted more schooling, even though I didn't do well. Or didn't I ain't gonna say I didn't do well, but I didn't do what I was supposed to in, in high school. In high school, Weaver, man. you know what I'm saying? So Weaver, I hated it. But I, I always, I, I always wanted to learn. Like I learned outside of school. So yeah, I mean, really, you realize, you realize we went to high school when Bow Wow was hot, bro. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> man, Bow Wow. I went That's to high a school demotivator, doing the, bro. Doing the DC sniper, doing nine eleven. So yeah, man, yeah. high school. You know, it was, it was, it was fun. Yo, so because Bow Wow was like our age living. You know what I mean? Yeah, like living that's, a good that's life. a generation. And, <laughs> and it's crazy. You look at that and you don't really think like at that time, like, man, what can I do to, you know what I'm saying, be like that or get money or do whatever. You know what I'm saying? You just having fun wherever, wherever yeah. you are in your little, you know what I'm saying, circle. So I used to hate Bow Wow, bro. Like every man, yeah, I was yeah, making he, music too. So yeah. I used to be like, damn, Bow Wow again. He on. Mr. One oh six apart. Bow Wow. Why, I used why? to be in math class, not doing my work. Hating Bow Wow. Hey, man. It, it be like that, but that's something that push you towards, you know what I'm saying? Something, how, how do yeah. I get there? How yeah. do I get there? So high school, after high school, it's like, all right, I'm done with school. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I would go to another school, but I'm about to get on this grind and get this money. Yeah, yeah. It was... Um, so really, all right, I'm a, a story that I know my mother probably going to hate that I'm telling it, but... Um, <laughs> Youngest of four kids, mm -hmm. like I said, didn't really do what I was supposed to do in high school, grades-wise. Um, stayed out of trouble for the most part. Graduated. And I want, like I said, I got accepted to Norfolk State. I got uncle that lived in it. He was in the Air Force, so he lived in Hampton Roads, down in that area. So I'm like, man, you know, this is the only school that I applied for. That I, I got accepted. I'm trying to go here. Yeah. It's like, nah, we don't, we don't got no money. It's like, all right, you know, understandable. You got to find your way. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's like, all right, I don't know how to do all of that. So I was like, let me look at the next thing. I'm gonna think about JUCO. Uh -huh. I got, there's a real good football JUCO school out there in Kansas. I got aunts and uncles that live out there, man. Maybe I can go out there. Still young, not really putting the effort into it to figure that path out. 
I was like, forget it. I'm going to just go get me a good job. My brother was working at this place, HVAC, heating and air conditioning. I was like, man, they making $9, $10. I mean, it might have been like $10 an hour. You know what I'm saying? Back then, minimum wage was, what, five fifteen? Yeah, like five, five forty-five, 50, something yeah, like that. 50, so I'm like, like man, that. if I'm going to get double with minimum wages, this will come up. Yeah, so, you know so this was – Right after high this school. This is right after high it school. It wasn't during high school. It was right nah, after high school. No, during high school, I worked at Pizza Hut. I worked uh-huh. at Chi Chi's. So my very first jobs were in the restaurant industry. Working at Chi Chi's, working at Pizza Hut. I worked at Kmart for a little bit. Got fired from there. Um, I got fired from Kmart too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I took the walk of shame, man. Yeah, yeah. I had to pass everybody on the register. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. But you know what I'm saying? Everything you you learn something. You learn something from it. Yeah. Um you know, if I would stayed there, maybe I got stuck at Kmart. But I'm I not, never, so. I never got fired again. Yeah, no. Kmart was the only time I ever got fired. Yeah, nah, I've never. Yeah, that that was the first and last. I couldn't, and I deserved it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't work behind the register, but being a young 15, 16 year old, you know, I went back there messing around or whatever. I ain't steal no money, but and they caught it on camera. Yeah, and they looked up the camera and said, "Nah, you ain't steal nothing, but you weren't supposed to be behind there." So. So that's why I'm going to tell you how they got me. So, I mean, the first story, I don't know if I ever told you this. Nah. But the first thing happened was I, I was messing up a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But one time I took a traveler's check, right? Like, a, And I ain't know. I ain't know I couldn't take the traveler's check. And it was like for $100, right? Okay. So the next day, now mind you, I don't even know it was me or I took it or nothing like that, right? But the next day they having like, you know, everybody together talking about what happened yesterday and they like hey yeah no yesterday somebody took a traveler's check they wasn't supposed to take it mm-hmm. and i'm looking around because i'm trying to find a dumbass <laughs> i'm like yo who the dumbass that took this traveler's check where they at you know what i mean and and you know but you know nobody you saying you know. nothing right so the right after is uh and shout out to Rhonda. she was uh she lived on my block and she got me the job she was like a manager she's like hey we gonna take you off the register after the meeting right and i still ain't connected dots yet I'm like, for real? She's like, yeah, you're going to just, you're going to go do stock. You're going to be on the floor, you know, this area, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool, you know? And then I'm like, you know, but, you know, why? She was like, you the one that took the traveling check. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm the dumbass, huh? <laughs> so after that, um, they when I got on the floor, I started to learn about these things, and it was these things called 702s. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with 702s. I, I've heard of them, but I'm not really that familiar All right, with so them. 702s is like, let's say you get like a, a bite size, a pa- let's say you get a pack of bite size Snickers, mm-hmm. right? So a 702 is like, it, it was open, right? Anything open, damage anything, okay, right? Yeah. So anything, a toy, anything could be right. that. But the packs of the bite size Snickers and stuff, if just if the pack is open, it's a 702. It got to go down the stock. So me, I'm like, it's, it's going in the trash. I'm going to take some bite size Snickers out. So one day, my girl at the time came to visit. And my boy was uh, there. He he worked there. He was on the register. She came. He told me. And I so she came. He told me. I came up to talk to her. And I sat on his register in front of customers. Right. Talking to my girl, like Mac and or whatever I thought I was doing at that time. Right. So I got fired. And I'm thinking I got fired for that. Right. So, <laughs> so, the dude, so, so I'm like, so the dude like, uh, Reese's. the dude like, yo, um, you know, we don't really need you to come back tomorrow or whatever oh, yeah, that's how polite, he did it a polite fire and i'm like what the and this is my first fire <laughs> so i don't know i'm like what you what you mean by that he's like yeah we kind of just don't need you back period you know what i mean i'm like why i was like because of the register thing 
he was like, he was like, no, you know, we kind of back, we took some uh like video, we back kind of walk your steps back. He was like, you were down in a stock room riding on like a mini golf uh, cart, <laughs> <laughs> eating 702s. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> it's time for me to slide. Yeah. <laughs> so then I took the little walker. That's uh, a good way to get fired. Yeah. Though, oh yeah, and That's- I left. I left like. I always think of this dude. Remember Prince Akeem when he came yeah. into the city on the line? That's how I left. I think about that. I'm like, yo. Oh, hey, yeah. 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 And I, the first time you get this. fired, you swear you're going to get your job back. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'll be back in here in like two weeks, y'all. It's crazy because I don't, I don't really think I felt that way, that I was going to get my job back. But I think at that time, so a lot of my first jobs always came from knowing somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I take that back. Chi-Chi's is the only one I think I actually went in, filled out the application, did everything on my own. Kmart, my brother worked there, my cousin had worked there. Pizza Hut, my my cousin had worked there. So it was always, you know, an in and getting in. So Kmart, they probably could have, because like I said, I had family there, but I didn't really think they was going to hire me back. But at the same time, I wasn't looking to go back there, because I was stocking shelves, I was doing, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff. I ain't feel like unloading pallets and moving pallets and yeah, it's a lot. doing all that yeah, stuff. It's a lot. So yeah, Getting into pizza, you know what I'm saying? My cousin, I was doing, I got hired inside for Pizza Hut and I was making pizza. So I was actually double dipping, but they were short delivery drivers. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get paid the salary wage for um, working in, in the store, but then I was also able to make tips as a delivery driver. So I was, I was kind of double dipping because really delivery drivers, they get paid delivery driver wages that's not the same as minimum wage and everything because they're supposed to make most of their money yeah. off of their tips or whatever. So, so but you yeah. was getting that money and that money. Mm-hmm. Too. Okay. Hey, that, and then uh, not, uh, not only that, uh, Chi-Chi's, I want to say Chi- I was working at Chi-Chi's and Kmart at the same time. Uh-huh. And then I stopped working at Chi-Chi's. Like they had, um, I think I just left and started working at another job. But then they, was closing down or they let me no actually i did get let go from chi Cheese. okay because chi Cheese was closing down yeah it's, it's like they don't exist anymore yeah it's like almost I, yeah. it's like it's like applebee's it's not it's kind of like a ruby tuesday type um chi Cheese was like a more like te- um tex kind of more like tex mex okay right. yeah it's a, okay. it's a mexican type um joint but uh yeah so they had let me go because they didn't need as many employees anymore and i guess like right before they closed closed they needed people to come back and it was probably just to assist with closing Shut that restaurant. Down, yeah. But it, it gave me, you know, a few more hours. So I was working at Chi Chi's and working at Kmart, got fired from Kmart. Then I was working at Chi Chi's and working at Pizza Hut. So I was working two jobs at the same time when I was in high school. Um so okay, graduate high school. Yeah. Now you doing the AC and the HVAC. The HVAC the HVAC. HVAC. Uh-huh. And then you joined the Navy. So literally I graduated in May and was working HVAC from May to about February, March, because I gave them two weeks. I gave, I gave, you know, the, the HVAC company I was working for, I gave them two weeks. So from the end of May, okay, once so I graduated, damn near a year. To, no, no, not a year. You said May to March. Yeah, May to March. Well, you could say almost a year. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, in between that time, it was really like trying to figure out what's next, what's next. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really feel or see the career path in HVAC. I didn't know how lucrative of a career path it could have been had I went to school, got my yeah. certifications and everything like that. 
But also, again, it requires me to go to school. So also, I got to come up with money again. <clears throat> At this time, I don't want to spend my money to educate myself. I want to spend my money on clothes, on shoes, on, yeah, like, out, yeah. on things like, like that. We always do, um, like we do. So it was like, all right, well, you're not going to spend your money on going to school. You want to go to school. You want to get more knowledge, education, or whatever. Look into the military. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You know it's benefits. You know it's a career you know, path or whatever. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll look into the Navy. I knew I wasn't going to the Army. I knew I wasn't going to be going to the Marines. Um, so it wasn't a movie that did it for you, like nah, Top Gun? No, nah, it, was, it wasn't a movie. It wasn't uh, patriotism. It wasn't, you know, it was necessity. Yeah. It was necessity. I, okay. You know, opportunity and necessity. Like, I need something to do. This is going to be the next move. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Went in with a mindset of college, and a steady paycheck mm-hmm. and a steady paycheck that's higher than anything that I'm getting right now or that I'm qualified for right now as a civilian. So looking at those two options, it was like, yeah, no brainer. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And what year is this? Oh, five. All right. So, so I graduated. Oh, four. Uh-huh. And, and March of did you go delayed or you did delayed entry? I did a small delayed entry program. My delayed entry program was probably um, a month, maybe. Yeah. Any longer than that, I wouldn't have went. Did you make rank there? In my delayed entry yeah. program? Uh, I think I might have got bumped up to uh, E2. Because <laughs> yeah. I think you were supposed to do like... Uh, P, uh, PFA and then you had to do like know your general memorize the sales creed yeah. sales creed something like yeah yeah so I think I got bumped up to maybe E2 you um, remember your first general order no <laughs> no I don't, I don't remember none of them joints like I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> it's like the walk my post in a military manner yeah and I'm gonna stop I know it I know it guys but you know <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop right there yeah, yeah. you know just to get y'all some you know time to you know yeah, nah. get y'all's down I'm gonna I'm be honest man um after that second year in yeah them journal orders realize the orders them, ain't them orders went out the window man <laughs> like you really never you literally never it's not like when you were watched out of CCS you like yeah alright I need to walk my post yeah. in the military matter and it's crazy cause even for a little bit um and I want to say it might have been Senior Carazulo that we had gotten in trouble or something happened. <laughs> and I felt like it was I felt like it was on there where he used to make us come in yeah. there and say it. I, I general, matter of fact, no, nah, it wasn't on there. It was when I was on the, uh, uh, the Ashland. Else? I was on the USS Ashland and coming down um, to watch if you had the mid rash, you know, you got to bring your logs down mm-hmm. end of the day, get the EL sign, do all of that stuff. Yeah, when you used to come in there, they used to put you on the spot and try to make you say your general orders, you know what I'm saying? To see, and they wouldn't tell you to say them in order, they yeah. just throw a number at you and see if you knew the drink. Well, it was one we had to remember to ring your the ring the bell during times of alarm or you know, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. We had to remember that on a Villa Golf because something happened and somebody forgot to do something or something. I'm gonna like tell that. you right now, I know I did not. <laughs> even if it was one of them joints where it was like yeah everybody gotta say it to go on liberty or whatever yeah you probably yeah i, I had some work to do that day and I was, i'm gonna be honest man that was one of my my best things to getting out of doing work stuff. right it's, yeah, it's, that's it's being good at my job like yeah. being so good at my job got me out of a lot of things and um the navy cranking mess cranking for those who don't know where you gotta in your first six months or first year on the ship you're supposed to go 
your very first ship, your first like six months to a year, you're supposed to go what they call mess cranking. That's where everybody's supposed to go work in the galley and help out serving food and doing all that stuff. Or you work on the mess decks where you clean up and do all, or you work in the, um, what's the joint called? Like the uh, with, uh, laundry? Uh, nah, oh, the trash room? Like you PWP? had the trash room, you had the laundry, you had, uh, what was the other one? Jack of the Dust? Yeah, that's the uh, where they do the, the dishes at. Oh, that's the scullery. The scullery. So yeah. You had the scullery. So for me, being an engineer, we worked on a lot of the equipment yep. and all those things we just named. The trash room, we had the trash compactor. And the scullery, we had the dragon. You know, and uh, the galley, we had the steam kettles. We had all this different equipment. So for me, it was like, yo, I'm going to learn how to do my job so I don't have to do stuff that I don't want to do. Because that's one of the things I didn't join the military for. Like when... I got to the Saipan, the USS Saipan. Um, they used to make us clean. We, they had this thing called cleaning stations. And I was yeah, like, yeah, they still got like, that. They yeah, still yeah, got they this still thing got called cleaning stations. But I ain't, I ain't joined the military to clean, yo. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't. So I was like, nah, like, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to do. So just so happened, uh, I can't remember. It was an MM2, but. Uh, EM2 Akuna, I, I'll never forget him, electrician, of mm-hmm. course. Um, he pulled me under his wing. He had some stuff to go do on the elevator. He needed an engine. So I, I was like, yo, I'm gonna show you gonna show me how to operate the elevator? All right, cool. I'm not going to clean the stations. Like, I'm about to learn how to do this job. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm working I, a little bit of work. Yo, learn how to do the elevators and and doing all of that. You know, it came to a point where it was like, all right, we need this dude to run. I was running ballast operations as a e, E3, E4, actually, no, as an E3. I was running um, elevator ops as an E3, like to the point where I was on leave one day and I got that 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 text, that call that nobody wants to get. And there's something that <laughs> there's something that made that I think about that I transition or I'm using the transition into my business. Like. I don't want to be the senior person with the secret or the the, the person who knows how to do just this. Because mm-hmm. they called me while I was on leave. It was like, yo, we need to operate the elevator. We don't have no elevator operators here. I'm an E3, mind you. And they're like, yeah, you're going to have to come back off leave if we can't that's find crazy. somebody to operate the yeah. I'm like, yo. But now man. that's vital. You know, for anybody listening that don't know, that's vital. Elevator, rest, yeah. those kind of things, they like vital things. Mm. Right. So you like it's a very likely chance that you will get called in from leave to yeah. fix one of those things, to fix it, to operate it, depending on. And I think and I, I think that's what it was. We was in stand down um, getting ready to go on deployment. So it's work going on because you got half of the ship there working, getting ready um, for deployment. And then you got the other half on leave. I just happened to be on leave on that first half. But they had ammo or something that needed to be operated, loaded on food, whatever it was. Um, and wh- whoever was there didn't really, know yeah. what to do, how to do, or whatever. So, and the crazy thing, what I really feel kind of bad about was like, yo, I was in Maryland and I'm stationed in Norfolk. Uh-huh. In my head, I'm like, man, damn, what if I was stationed? I mean, what if I lived Cali in California or something? Or something? Yeah. Like, y'all really expect me to get on a plane or whatever? But again, the only thing that I kept in my head, train your people. 
Train your people, train your people. Yeah. You know it's always saying? bad when somebody get exposed too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like where like the command might think they know something mm-hmm. and then like it's yeah. time for them to do it. Yeah. It's and they like, realize, yo. Yeah, they don't know <laughs> like, what to do. Like, yo, we need to call. You know, sometimes they be trying to call you like on a low. They might try to call you like, hey, man, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. But if they can't reach you, then, yeah, you know nah. what I'm saying? And they couldn't. Whoever it was, and I don't, I don't, I can't recall all of that, but. Yeah, it was one of them situations where it was like, yo, this how the and that, that was another thing that was they opened higher, my eyes. Was they higher ranked than you? Um, that was on duty. Whoever it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You mm-hmm. said that was another thing that opened your eyes? To uh just the operation of the military. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can have this knowledge and you can have this skill set, you can have this work ethic, but then your pay grade is this so your skills and your abilities didn't always equal your pay so i I always kept that in my mind yeah <clears throat> when it came to studying for exams you know taking on jobs um that other people didn't want to do and making rank you know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm doing all of this stuff like i got awards that say operating a ballast as a e3 this is a job of a E5. So I'm doing two pay grades above yeah. what I was doing. Same thing when I went up for junior sale of the year as an E5. Uh, my write-up was he operates, you know, as a senior chief petty officer. Not a senior chief, but a senior as in somebody yeah. who's been a chief for, for a you while. know, a while or whatever. Yeah. So that was one of the, the things that was like, man, I want to make, I, I got to make rank. Because if, if y'all trust me with all of this, you know what I'm saying? You got processes of caps and, you know, different things that can get you to those ranks. But um, I, I wanted to earn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to study. I wanted to earn it. I remember being a fireman and uh, it was a chief on there, Chief Mackey. He was a 3MC on, on a Villa Golf. And he was like, he already a first class. Mm. He just waiting on he, he just waiting on the chevrons, yeah. you know, and that and that like people don't know how much that like will empower you as a junior who you know you kind of doing good work, yeah. But to be empowered and a lot of that happened, you know, on a villa golf. I got two questions to ask you though, because mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far away from uh, this. So pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were working at Pizza Hut, right? It was Pizza Hut, right? Yep. Did you fall in love with pizza there? Nah. I, so you didn't. No. So you ain't fall in love with pizza yet at Pizza Hut? No. Okay. Um, in the Navy, did you ever fall in love with it? With pizza or with no, cooking w- w- or with, with the, Navy. the Navy? Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. So you didn't you never really fell in love with the Navy? No. Nah. But it was always enhanced career, learn, mm-hmm. uh, do what I gotta do, like be the best, work it's, as it's, hard as I can. It contribute. was a building block. It was a it was a building block. Um uh and a hell of a building block it was a catapult i'll say like <clears throat> can, can i can i give a so can i give something that really drew me to you as a leader in the navy that's transparent yeah. it's not too bad so i saw you cry before mm-hmm. in the navy like uh and this was early in like knowing you you know when i so the way how we met it was through g right through garner yeah. i would think i was on leave when you first got to the ship Right. And yeah. um, and it was like, you know, when you go when you go in and, you know, you're doing this stuff, it's like everybody. It's like this new dude that everybody knows. Like, oh, man, you know, this dude, you know, what's man? I'm like, who the, who the hell is this amazing dude that y'all all know? You know, that everybody talk about this dude. Where he at? You know what I mean? Let me, but, let me see. But the division had a bad rep. 
The division had a really bad rep, and they, and I love those guys, right? Some of those guys, I, you know, I got love for it, but they seem like they kind of fell into it. Like, all right, we, you know, we, we got said, a bad rep. Yeah. I remember seeing you cry, and it wasn't tears like of like sadness. It mm -hmm. was just frustration, bro. Mm -hmm. But I seen you cry, like, yo, this division needs to be taken serious. We them guys, we this, we that. And then from then on, um, that division was taken serious. Can you talk to me about that moment? I, I don't know if I know exactly um, what it was, but I do know that when I got to the Vela Golf, uh, <clears throat> and mind you, the Vela Golf was my third, my third ship um, and, and third class of ship. Uh, being in the Navy, and I want to say it was my third ship in a seven-year, six-year time frame. Um, so coming from all these other different classes of ships, kind of building up to how I felt up in, in that moment. <clears throat> Again, on the Saipan, I was in uh, what they call auxiliary division, and we was one of the, the best divisions in engineering. Um, we decom the ship. I go to the USS Ashland. On there, I come in where I get to the ship. So this is funny how you say people always. So I get to the ship and a first class tells me, hey, yeah, we heard about you. We heard you a dirtbag, this, 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 whatever. He was like, but you got your ESWAS pen mm -hmm. as a fireman. I hadn't even made E4 yet. I had just made E4 probably waiting for the results to come in after I checked into my second ship. <clears throat> so I get there. Excuse me. I get there and... I pretty much hit the ground running, take off, take over. I'm standing watches in the pit. I'm doing stuff in A-Gang. I'm helping E-Div do things and stuff like that. So I'm up there. Uh, medical reasons, I think, again, surgery for uh, my wrist, elbow. I had to get off the ship, went to shore duty for a little bit, and then I go to the Vela Golf. So I get here. Now, mind you, I'm not used to being in divisions where we the, the runs mm -hmm. of engineering department or the ship. Not not just engineering department, but the ship. So, you know, getting there and seeing how people like ragged on A Gang, and also knowing that A Gang is one of the most vital departments in engineering, mm -hmm. but also on the ship. Like, you want to be cold? You want water? Like, yeah, nah. So that was another thing that I ain't really like that the people in that division. And and when I say people, I mean the chiefs. The devos, and I don't know how much they hear, but I know that I made to you. So I know you hear when your division is garbage. So I, I didn't really appreciate that. So I took it to heart. You know what I'm saying? I, it's one thing that I've always said, and I, I, want, I, I think it started on the Ashland. I always told people I work for, you know, saying my name, the name right here. And mm -hmm. I this one says Pinkney, and then on your right side it says, U.S. Navy. US Navy yeah. So I, I used to tell people, even my junior sailors, every when I got in that position of leadership, I felt like people would work harder if they work to represent who they were. Yeah, bro. Um, while you was talking, like I used to, my whole thought process was like, yo, if my mom ever came to visit the ship and asked, how is our son doing? Mm -hmm. Right. And this, I mean, this adolescent thought process, yeah. but I'm like. If she ever was to come and ask or my aunt who was in the Navy who retired a lieutenant commander or even my uncle who retired a master chief, like if they was to come to the ship and be like, yo, how is he doing? Yeah. Like I need. I need you to know. Like <laughs> I need the bells. I need the, everything. Like, everything. Like, like, so that, that goes back to, um, you know, 
where I, I think you you recognizing and seeing that I put so much uh, emphasis on our division being great that when I left and went to the Naval Academy and ended up making first class and you were still on the Velagolf, you said that they had, you know, mentioned my name on the ship. Yeah, when you made rank. I made, I made rank. And I, I don't know if that's a common thing or uncommon thing. I can't say. I, I don't believe on any ship that I've been on, I know them calling somebody who I knew transferred's name if they made rank. So to me, that's like a a, a very like impactful thing. Like I, I felt like I left an impact on that ship. Yeah, and then they went on to be a great, like a really, really top, you know, tip top division, but not pride. only that. I, I honestly can say that I feel like I played a, a hand in a lot of those guys straightening out and making rank in the Navy because I don't know if without me being there, a lot of them dudes would have, you know what I'm saying, been able to pull off what they was able to, to yeah, pull well off. They, the they kind of fell I, I, into I my own horn. I'm cool yeah, with that. it's cool. I mean, they kind of fell into the psychological, like, we ain't shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, mine state. A lot of them, like, the, the people who, when you left, were leaders in that division yeah. where when you got there, it was like, in that right and it ain't i mean like it's not all you know we're not saying it's like some of that is like their own development mm -hmm. but like you need like something to kind of you know like that it's funny because in, in reading a lot of books um recently you you hear about or you hear the question asked are leaders born or are they made and for me it's a both situation you know what i'm saying yeah both could happen i i feel i me personally because of what I was able to accomplish, um, and, and, I, and I won't even just leave it in the military. Who I am, I think I would. I can say I was born a leader. I know I've added characteristics that may have or, or may develop me into a better leader, um, which I think everybody should be able to do. But I also believe that you have people who see leadership, who see good or bad leadership, because the, the, you have both and you learn, hopefully you learn from both of them, um, and they become and they learn how to emulate and uh, become become great leaders. So, yeah, to me, it works. It works hand in hand. All right. So let me ask you a question. So you you were on a Ash, Ashland, a Saipan and then a Villagolf. I was on the Saipan, the Ashland, Ashland then, then a Villagolf. Villagolf. All right. So Saipan, brand new seller, new, already got a lot of leadership characteristics and you displaying them. Mm -hmm. Right. Ashland, same. Was the Villa Golf the first time that it was your job to be a leader? Like that was expected of you? No. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you say that it, the Saipan was. The Saipan was the first time that I was expected. When Once I showed that I had that in me, mm -hmm. that that's when from that point on, it was expected of me to maintain that level of leadership that I've already shown that I can. So... Again, one of the major, one of my biggest things um, that even I, I think out of all the awards, and and I, I probably can even say out of making chief, uh, I mean chief was probably one of my 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 most favorite goals and you know things that I did and uh, achieved while I was in the navy, but um, on the Saipan, we're underway. We need to get underway something, and we had a D back go down. That's a D ballast air compressor for um, sinking the ship to have LCACs, LCUs, and all that stuff come onto the ship. And we had a, a MM2 that transferred. So we didn't have anybody who knew how to run and operate the ballast system. 
I'm not going to say we didn't have anybody because I knew how to do it. But I'm an E3. This is something that E6s, E5s, and definitely not an E3 with less than five years, mm -hmm. less than two years, three years in the Navy that you're going to entrust um, to do this. And like I said, getting that award that said, you know, you operate at a E5 level as an E3. And one of the things that I had to do was I had to have an E5 that I had to put on watch. I had to create my watch bills for uh, D ballast operations mm -hmm. as an E3. So again, once I showed them that I knew the system, that I could manage people or, and I won't even say that I could manage people. When I showed them that I didn't care what rank a person was, that I could give them an order. Yeah. Then it was like, all right, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. And not everybody you, you can do, do that. You got to do this. Yeah. Not a, people I, I mean, can't even do that with people that's the same rank as them sometimes. Yeah, right? as an E4. Um, just made E4 uh, on the Ashland. I had three E6s that was in my shop. Our chief had just retired. And we was... I could say on the Ashland, that was the other time where it was like, eh, the A-gang ain't really mm -hmm. all that because they cheap wasn't really all that. Um, <laughs> but I was like, nah, like, nah, we 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 good. We, we straight. Guys, we, yeah. We, yeah, we can we can do anything that any other department on this ship can do pertaining to their rate at the level in which they do it. So training was a big thing for me. You know, making sure guys... <clears throat> didn't just come in stand watches or go and do pms like we did training so you understood how to do sked how to do you know 3m reports um gauge cow was another big thing a big baby of mine's when i was on the ashland like we made sure we we got brought i got a bravo zulus from you know admirals for you know maintaining 90 percent gauge cow readiness and all these different things so yeah, man. Um, leadership was always, and to me, everything knowledge, school. So when you when you showed that you was a good leader, then schools came along with that because yeah. they could trust that they could one send you to school. So my 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 first major school, um, I went to Cummins, but to me, my first major school was Elevator School, and it mm -hmm. was up in. I had to go back to Chicago, so your fleet returnee shirt would have been. <laughs> Great, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For, knees, man. For, for back then. Um, but yeah, I felt like anytime you, you show your leadership or you showed your uh, accountability, your responsibility, your, your attention to detail, that you was rewarded for it. And yeah. again, it always, to me, everything in, when I was in the military reverted back to money. Right. How can I get paid? I mean, I'm 18 to... You know, 19, 20 years old. Yeah, let's, the, yeah you know, let's early on. It's like, how do I, how do I maximize? Yeah, my my income. And that's what I tell people when they make rank. Like I say, hey man, you getting more money because you, you go. In my opinion, you're gonna be who you are, right? So if you're a leader, you're gonna be a leader mm -hmm. with the new rank. You was already a leader with the other rank, right? But you getting more money. If you if you trash, you are gonna be trash no matter what. Regardless. You know what I'm saying? But. You get more money. money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so I, I got a question for you, though. Um, so we, we talk about being good, performing, uh, mm -hmm. being a leader, standing out and stuff like that. I think it's a curse to that sometimes. Um, yeah. Most like mostly in any job, but especially in the Navy. I mean, what, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I, I kind of gave you a example of that. already. Getting like caught, I said, yeah. that very first. So, again, this goes back to 
the very when you you ask when did I feel like it, the very first ship that I was on is when I realized one that that this game was easy <laughs> right, mm-hmm. to be be honest to realize that this game was easy and when I say game I don't mean that the military is a joke but I mean that I feel like every organizational or, or way of life there's a game or politics people call it politics people say you got to play the game however you want to call it it's a way to play it's a yeah. way to it's yeah. how to play it's directions it's yes. an mr you could write an mrc for how to be successful yes on a ship yes you can right so, um it, it i don't know what, what was it we talk about the cursor. The uh, I'm, well, I'm gonna give okay, you example. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm gonna give you an example. Yeah. Uh, what I what I like what I mean by that is mm-hmm. uh, I was uh, when we were at the academy, right? So anybody listening, we were on a villa golf together. Um, we he left early. Early, we had some good time. We lived we lived a, a whole life on a villa golf. Yeah, and we did. I don't know if you was there for like a year. I don't know. I don't remember. A little, um, little over maybe. Yeah, a lot of violence. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on your part, I think, man. I, Tyrant, man. Man, I, but, I speak. I speak on that too. But uh, so, so we, so we were uh, on a villa golf together. He left. I followed him to Maryland. We yeah, wound man. up going to Maryland at Annapolis, and um. So this is a lot of the cursor like leadership and stuff like that. I feel like I witnessed in Maryland, right? Um, example: we had a seller. So it was a, a moment in time where um, we we were there. We had. Two different commanders, right? But at one moment in time, the LPO stopped going to um, captain's mass, yes. right? So the LPO, you remember that? Yes. So the LPO stopped going to captain's mass. Our commanders changed, mm-hmm. right? So we had a case. And um, one of the sellers, you know, he went through and they went to mass. And my commander, old, old head from Chicago, he called me in his office, right? And this is also when I kind of knew, like, oh, I'm really a leader here right because i get like a direct face-to-face ass chewing from the director right Uh but he called me out he said hey like why wasn't you at captain's mass you know and he was fairly new um you know he's like and i'm like yo i didn't know that first classes could could go like we were told not to go and then he said he was like all the times we do all these all hands calls and all these meetings and you stand up and you say some shit he was like, all those times, you got a million questions. Every meeting, you got a million things you want to see change, yeah. a million ways to change it, but you got no question about LPOs being at Captain's Mass. He was like, come on, man. What the hell, man? Yeah. You know, and, and you know, that point on, I knew that, damn, okay, I'm in the game here. And I walked out of there, like, instead of, because people could hear him to my ass, you right. know what I'm saying? But instead of, like, walking out of there, like, Sad. I walked out of there like, damn, like, I'm right, somebody man. here. Like, yeah, I'm getting right. my ass chewed directly, yeah. you know, by the director. And now we know we got clear, we got clarity that first classes could be at this mm-hmm. uh, captain's mask where first classes should be, you know, because right. I, of course, I copped, I copped out, you know, I'm like, you know, sir, like, I thought that we wasn't supposed to go. So yeah. I just didn't go. I didn't ask any questions that you normally ask questions. And that's what I mean. As like we got, the I got curse. other examples yeah. of curses, but that's one of mine. It's like the expectation now is way higher. Yeah, and I can um, other than the the elevator, that was the earliest. Yeah, um, I I probably will say the next um moment was at the Naval Academy yeah. when me and you had to go into LT's office. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And every week, damn, yeah. every day, damn. So man. yeah, when when she pulled us aside and was like, "Y'all want to be chiefs? Y'all want to act like the chiefs?" Then I need updates. Yeah. But the the good thing about that was it it put a it put a spotlight on you. But if you could handle it, she let you rock. Yeah, and we she let you control her. your liberty. She let you control. You know what I'm saying? Your guys' liberties and and, and what they was able to do. Days off. You you manage that. Yeah. But that came with the leadership. But also, like you said, one somebody, I won't name them, an EN2, when they ain't do what they were supposed to do, she wasn't looking for them. Yeah. She wasn't looking for them. And and a lot of times she wasn't looking for Senior K. It's funny because I think the same EN2 is the EN2 that yeah. I got chewed out yeah. about the captain's mask. Yes. <laughs> Same guy. So yeah, man. Nothing but love for this guy. But yeah, yeah, same no, guy. Everybody like it's, it's <laughs> especially her, Miss uh, Miss Davis, man. Love oh, it. Yeah. But it was a rocky. I don't know about you, but for me, it was a rocky start. Um, first she came in. My division was under investigation. I always talk mm-hmm. about that on my other podcast. Like my division was under investigation for tag out issues, which electricians should never be under investigation yeah, about. But yeah. that was damn near the whole command. Yes, had the whole a command. bad tag out thing. But it kind of illuminated. With the EMs, but um, she came in. She came, so she was already hard on me then, mm-hmm. and then I think she saw I had kind of like an alpha person. I, I was rebellious with certain things. Yeah, she actually be. put me out at attention on a pair before. Oh, man, yeah, nah. be. She wouldn't have got away. <laughs> she with put that me out at attention, man. Yeah, she put me out at attention. Uh, she, she get out of touch. It was crazy, man. I think and this was, I don't know, because I got fired as an LPO at some point in time. I don't know if you were still there for that, but I got fired. Mm-hmm. But um. I got my job back, but it was I got fired. But um, so you did get fired again. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was to me that was like a fake firing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's, it is what it. I'm saying. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all today. I thought that was a fake firing. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. When I the moment I realized that I was gonna be different in how I operated in the Navy again, the Saipan did a lot for me. Mm-hmm. It, it made me realize, like, yo, if you learn your job. You don't got to deal with bullshit. If you learn your job, you can get out of bullshit. And I'll tell you, I gave a story on that real quick. But also, um, I had a LT who was an LDO, and he was a prior senior chief, Benjamin. I was an Benjamin. I retired as an ENC. And I got my very first eval. So I didn't appreciate my ranking. Mm-hmm. My, my eval, I got an a, a MP instead of an EP. I had my ESWAS pen. I did, like I told you, I was an E3 running ballast operations on an LHA. This is a big deck Amphib. This ain't no small class, you know what I'm saying, ship. And they gave it to this other guy over me. Mm-hmm. And my EM2, who I said showed me how to work on elevators, the electrician, he was like, yo, don't sign this. You, you weren't supposed, that's not what you were supposed to get. My MM1, my all of them are telling me like, nah, that's not what you were supposed to get. That's not what we voted for. So I found out that my chief, that he had just made chief, um, gave me a different eval. And I got a whole nother, that, that dude's a whole different show and different topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I was like, yo, I don't, I don't deserve this. This is not what I'm supposed to have, whatever. So I'm in there with my first class, and this this no, I'm in there with the chief and this um L lieutenant going over my eval. I'm like, man, this bullshit. I'm supposed to have you know an EP. I, I'm I got these qualifications. I got this. I'm I'm, I'm I'll call this person in that, and I'm going off like I'm screaming on him. Yeah. So he tried to put me at attention. 
like not the door was closed. Nobody could see me. Yeah. Like I'm not getting that attention. Like, nah, I'm about to give you a piece of my mind. So he he opened the door, get the fuck out. So I got out, slammed out, walked off. Like, yo, like right then and then, I was like, okay. Like, this, 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 like they this what they want. Yeah. They, don't, they don't really not that they want somebody that's gonna be disrespectful and you know uh, all of that, but somebody who knows that like nah like y'all ain't y'all ain't give me a fair shake on this right. I still got the MP mind you. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Saying, but you you stood up. This yeah, back I, when I they were still liable to put hands on. Yeah, them, right? yeah. Oh five. <laughs> this back this, when they were still, still liable to put hands this, on. Uh, you. This September. September oh sept, no 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 no. It had to have been. Um, it, it must have been 06. It had to have been 06. Yeah. Whenever E4s get they, or E3s get their evals. Well, when I first got to the Villa Golf in 07, it was yeah khaki putting hands on people yeah. still. Yeah. They, they thought about <laughs> you know it, what I'm but saying? Hands was getting put on people, man. So it's like, yo, you're not only, that's a different time, you mm -hmm. know, because their performance, like, it's like, yo, you can't be too disrespectful. Like, this dude here might just put you in the fan room. So <laughs> it do some stuff to you again, like. going back to the leadership thing where it's like when I knew like I was like really on the Ashland, we on deployment, I got a bottle of Hennessy and then I wasn't no regular bottle of Hennessy, some exotic stuff from yeah. overseas or whatever. <clears throat> and, you know, with 4th of July, we just happened to be underway. Of course, I had this bottle because we just pulled out of port. It's 4th of July. We underway. Underway for Fourth of July, and they you ain't on... take it to the liquor lock. Hell nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh plan on shooting off flares or mm -hmm. you know something. Um, Young sellers for don't do Fourth of July or whatever. <laughs> Make sure you take your liquor to the liquor lock. And hey, young sellers. Yeah. Don't, don't, I'm telling you stories that I'm I'm out. I'm retired, so I can tell stories <laughs> of stuff that I did. Um, but yeah, so we you know having a little party in you know a gang office. You know, right, right. And um, I'm pouring up, you know, to the to the <laughs> just, point just where freely my I called down the main two. No, yeah. I called down the ox two. It was ox two. My bad. I called down the ox two, and um, I'm like, yo, I'm pouring up. Like, what's up? Yeah. So you know, I go down in the, in the engine room and you know pull them up something. <laughs> <laughs> so we playing spades. We doing all like I had a good time, yo. I, 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 that's one of the things where you said that I ever fall in love. With the Navy, I never fell in love with it because I never, um, I never really saw, I never, I never saw myself going into the military. I actually kind of despised the military growing up. But again, yeah, it was something that too. I needed to, I despised it. to do. And you know what I'm saying? And it was also my grandfather was in the Navy during World War II. So I was like, eh, you know, it can't be that bad or whatever. I got, again, that chief that I told you I got stories about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, yeah, so it, it was, it was, uh, the, those, those parties, like, I threw a lot of those on. Yeah. On deployment, on the ship. Well, I mean, you was with me in the fan room. I had to rewire up a whole fan. Yeah. And use a EN, man. Yeah. I'm EM, and we, of course, G was with us. Uh, yeah. I think both of y'all was supposed to be on Liberty that day. Oh, no, we was. We wasn't supposed to. We was, we, we y'all came on back. Liberty. Yeah, y'all came back. We drunk. came back. <laughs> yeah. After and, having a good day and night on liberty and we had to do it late did we have to did i have to do it late because i was waiting on a part or did i have to do it late because it because we wanted to wait till the fan room cooled down the fan room had the engine cool room down. cooled down yeah we had to um because it was the actual fan that was they had Exhaust. just reloaded a new fan it was a new gas turbine fan right 
it was they had to put a new one in it was and you this, had to wire it up it was the space ventilation it was okay, the whole yeah, controller yeah. uh yeah, like yeah. burned up or something yep so yeah no i mean and that was one of the the best things about you know what i'm saying us was that engine and, and electricians like a lot of things whether it was the acs whether it was the reefers whether it was you know anything that had a controller that operated our equipment we needed you know what i'm saying y'all so we was always hand in hand you know what i'm saying taking care of things knocking things out i think for me one of the things i mean i selfishly was a little upset when you got out because it was yeah. it was kind of like i had somebody that i could like look at mm-hmm. you know um I was talking to somebody before and they was like, man, I, I don't really be competing. I just, I'm here and I'm trying to work my hardest, you know? And I'm like, you know, even Damon, me and Damon, like we competitive people, yeah, you, you know? Compete. And I'm like, yo, I got love for everybody, but I need somebody to like look at, you know, I need somebody to know somebody to call like, Hey, what you doing? How'd you get this? What you do? You know? Um, because I am a competitive person and that doesn't change just because I'm in the military. You right. know, a lot of people think like you can't be competitive because nah. you're in the military. You got to nah. be this like overly kind of like quietly nah. humble person. Like I'm super competitive. I want to be the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I really do. <clears throat> I want my division to be the best. I want my ship, my command to whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing. I want to be the best. So it was good to have you around mm-hmm. um, and like, even when we wasn't at like the same commands, you know, and I'll be hitting you up like, hey, right. you know, what, well, what you go, what you got going on? What quality you got? You it's know, a lot of it got to do with after after a little while. Uh, I mean, of course, you always got your your pay grade stuff that you got to worry about. I mean, not your pay, your rate stuff that you got to worry about. Uh-huh. But then when you talk about making rank, you know what I'm saying? Making rank is something outside of just doing what I got to do in my pay grade. So it wasn't just you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we was always like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you you got E out or you yeah. got E now or you got, you know, whatever that next call was, oh, you you, oh, you in A game, but you about to go get qualified in main two. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to go get qualified in main two. I'm about to go get qualified in August one. I remember you got ranked number two, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's how crazy it was, man, back then, man. But you got ranked number two, man. And we care, we care so much about this kind of stuff. Um, but we just wanted to be the best, you know? I, like, but you got ranked number two, right? And I remember when you got ranked number two, you was like, yo, you better be number one. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't, I was number six. But uh, you was like, you better be number one. Like, it's no it's way. Nobody, it's nobody else <laughs> fucking with us. Yeah, that was funny. You man. know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about six months on the ship, and I got ranked number two, and I was still hot. Yeah, well, was this, was at, this was at, uh, I'm talking, oh, you're talking about, about Annapolis. Annapolis. Yeah, you talking about Annapolis. Well, me, as first class. I was number five on uh, the ship on when the, you first got when there. When I first got yeah, there. And, and I was is, still mad about that. And I only been there six months, and I was mad that yeah. I was number five. And I still felt like in those six, seven months or whatever, when that first eval came out, that I had done more than. Then, yeah. yeah. I, the, I mean, the, my first eval as an E5, I was. Well, I was ranked kind of high. I think you left before me. I think I got a frocking eval. That was my first one on it. My very first E5 eval, I was ranked number one. Yeah. I was number one brand new E5 on the entire shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk about uh, my e- number e- one, evals. Number one, we can talk, talk about all. I mean, they, the people got to know, man. They sitting in the presence about. of greatness. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on and off, in and out of the Navy. Like, oh, man. It so, is what it is. All right, so Academy. So we talk Saipan a little bit. We talk Ashen a little bit. We talk Villa Golf. We got a million stories about Villa Golf. We probably yeah. got to do this thing in volumes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, um, we, we definitely haven't scratched the surface yet. No, no, not at all. We ain't even got any details on things. No, like yeah, not this. at all. But another thing you did that, like, really kind of um, – like kind of it really sealed the deal for me as far as a uh, friendship this was still villa golf it was random too man but like i needed 500 dollars. like oh, yeah. you just gave it to <laughs> me bro and i'm like damn like this dude just gave me 500 dollars. it wasn't like a borrow it wasn't and if somebody listened to all my pockets they could piece together like why i was broke that deployment <laughs> you know what i mean but i was broke and you, if you listen to permission to speak freely you know why i was broke that mm-hmm. was i had i had got kind of uh tied up with the whole um rent thing and they overcharged me and i wasn't getting no money at all Mm -hmm. but um you ain't even know the story you ain't know nothing you just knew i needed 500 dollars, and you just gave it to me and that's a lot of money for uh e5 getting e4 paste or something like that Mm -hmm. right so um i i was like yo this dude here is just a good dude man and um i even remember just always having that on my mind like no matter what you know so as we transition anywhere we did like anything whether it was you coming at a apartment or uh, mm-hmm. us going to g crib or whatever um if anything ever happened because these are days young days like right. i got a roommate <clears throat> you know roommate might be like well i never knew i'm like it yeah. don't matter this like, what's coming over yeah, this, this my, my man boy. like there's no way let's let, let's keep this moving right all right, so but like like I said, we could talk about Villa Golf mm-hmm. forever, right? So you leave Villa Golf, you go to the um, academy, yep. right? At some point, Naval you have academy. a son, right? You got you have Jay, right? Yep. yep. Um, and I say that because yeah. I'm his mm-hmm. godfather, uh-huh. right? So that yeah, Jay's your second son. You already you came in the Navy with a kid. No, right? no, I had my first son um, within like the first within the first year of being there. Yeah, were you married? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were married. Um. So at some point you got divorced. So married young. Yes. At some point. That's a whole probably a whole nother podcast. Yeah, them two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so Jay, mm-hmm. I'm his godfather. That was a great moment, you know, in, yeah. in my mm-hmm. life. Um and I just say that to kind of like kind of put more coding on like just the connection that, you know, yeah. between us. Um so you go to Annapolis and you don't get out from Annapolis, you nah. go to L C S. Yes. Right? <laughs> you go to so so I just find it funny because you went to uh, LCS and the ship that you went on, they went under investigation, right? But I think like that was after you left, uh, around the same time you were leaving. But you told me a little bit about it yeah, <laughs> before you left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you told me a little bit about it before you left. But then like shit really started hitting the fan. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they, they was having some problems. <laughs> <laughs> so you went, it was, and like most LCS got yeah. you know issues. Yeah. Um, but you 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 did LCS and I. Somehow I found a way to LCS. come there too. So you know, I went to San Diego, and I wanted to go to San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, you know, Annapolis wasn't even my doing. It was, um, it was knees of the Navy, and just happened that was, to be was left. I remember talking to you. I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's go. Yeah. But um, so LCS, you did LCS. You got out from LCS from LCS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, man, that was a um. It was a good. It was it, it. It was it was bittersweet. Let's put it like that. Um, I was happy because I was getting out. I was scared because I was getting out. Yeah. But ultimately, 
I knew I was getting control of my life back. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Well, before you go too far, right, I do want to kind of go back for one second. You made chief. Yeah, I made chief at LCS. At LCS. Mm-hmm. Right. Soon, what, soon as you got there? As soon as I got there. Yeah. All right. So you made chief at LCS. So you made chief. So now you're a chief. You're a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, always been a leader, but now you, you know, you're a chief. You're a khaki. Um, so what was the, I remember I asked you, man, um, when I was a first class, I remember talking to you and I was like, yo, what's the difference? I was like, what's the difference, man? I was like, what, like, what, like, you man. Like, <laughs> I was like, what's the difference between being the first class and the chief? And you told me, <laughs> I probably said nothing. No, you, you was talking about, uh, that people like say hi, you mm. know, but it felt like they, it yo, felt you're like right. they had you're right. to. I do remember that. I remember that. I probably, cause it probably was a mixture of nothing really cause of how we, always operated and carried ourselves so i don't think i really felt a major shift in like responsibility or you know what i'm saying anything like that but it was that you know i'm saying oh i got khakis on now like as a blue shirt people will walk past you last time somebody spoke to you as a first class was when you was in boot when when or last time you spoke to somebody when you was in boot camp as a recruit and you saw a first class or a second class you and you had, to, you had to say greet them. good morning yeah. petty officer good afternoon. that was the last time like somebody really acknowledged you once you made chief it doesn't matter where you go it don't matter what coast you on if you got them anchors on or you got that khaki uniform on they gonna speak yeah because of what they perceive your you know what i'm saying um I want to say value, but what your position is? You, you know probably they feel like you you deserve more. You probably wouldn't believe that that's changing a little bit. I I, I can I can believe it because a lot of things was changing from how junior sailors, you know, what I'm saying, get to operate and it's, it's society as a whole. But people realize don't people don't realize that society outside of the military is the same. Inside of the people that's people joining. don't yeah. automatically stop being who they were or what they were when they joined the military. You know what I'm saying? We can go back and talk about gangs, you can talk about drugs, you can talk about all these things happen in the military. So yeah, that and and sense of entitlement, I can believe it's creeping, you know what yeah. I'm saying, into the military as well. So all right, so let's get so I don't like I said, we're gonna talk a million times. So I don't wanna get too deep into it now. Uh, as far as your experience as a chief, your experience uh, through the season and all that stuff. Mm. But I do want to get to um, just that process of getting out as a chief. Because you got out, how many years did you have? A- 13. So you had 13 years. You yeah, had seven, seven years, years left, from right? Yeah. And we talked about this. We mm-hmm. talked all about this. We talked <clears> about, <throat> like, we would have conversations about when I thought I would have a kid, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Did you think that you, did you know you wasn't going to do 20 um, when you hit 12 years or no. Okay. No. Um, I can say after I made first, after, after I made first class, I kind of made up my mind that this was probably going to be a career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I made first class at seven years. I made chief at like 10 and a half. Yeah. So at that point, it was like, man, it's no reason you're not gonna make senior chief, master chief. Yeah. Like we always used to joke and say, like, it's mech, it's mechpa on a bus. Like we always oh, yeah. got those goals yeah. to to shoot for. You know, what I'm saying that highest rung. Um. So now nah, after I made first and um, left shore duty, 
Because initially on the side plan, I was like, man, I might do shore duty. Everybody should do shore duty, and then I'll get out. But I made first class on shore duty. Uh And I actually took the test for chief while at the Naval Academy. I missed that joint by three points, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was like, man, like, and Master Chief Sanchez pulled me to the side. I was like, yo, how how the hell you going to, like, make chief if you don't even – yeah, I think I did miss board. I mean, I didn't make board. That's what it was. And I think when looking back, I missed board by like a few points. He's like, yo, you can't make chief if you don't get a ticket to the dance. And that's when you was ranked number two. That's right? when I was ranked yeah, number two. I remember that. I remember yeah, you so, didn't make board. You was ranked number two. Yeah, yeah I remember so that. He, he was jive. He was he was jive pissed about that. But um, nah. After that, and after having talked the conversations and seeing um how things was going, I, I thought I could make a. I, I thought I was going to do twenty years. Whether I stayed enlisted or went officer, because even at the Naval Academy, I put in a blue to gold or blue to green package. Mm-hmm. I tried to put in a blue to green package. I went and did my PFA and all that stuff with the Army. Did their two mile run and have many push ups and whatever yeah, their I thing that. is. I all remember that. that whole thing. So I, you know, at this point, I was like, man, if I'm gonna do this, like I'm, I'm uh, again maximizing my dollar is what I'm trying to do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna either go officer or I'm gonna continue to make rank until I get to the highest rank uh, possible. So. Nah, twenty years was definitely on my mind. Yeah. So what happened? Um, man, life, life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So dealing with um being on the West Coast, dealing with LCS and their program, the way it was set up, it was supposed to be like three months on. Or, or initially, when they told me, I got, I think it was supposed to be like four, four, and four, or something mm-hmm. like that. Four, we four, and to, four. Yeah. Yeah, you were supposed to have like four months on ship, four months. Uh, overseas in Singapore, or whatever, and then you're supposed to have four months off the ship. Mm-hmm. So that's what my mindset was. We had I had family and everything over there set up, and um, just the whole family dynamic. Um, having to leave and do all of that stuff, it wasn't really things weren't working out. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> besides dealing with family, um control man control like i really felt like i needed to have control over my life um i felt like after being in for so long and seeing um the management tools seeing the organizational tools seeing the leadership tools like i really felt like i could maximize me outside of the navy Mm -hmm. i felt like i was a valuable asset to the navy not a valuable asset to myself so i and gaining that control back, I was like, I got to get out. You know what I'm saying? Dealt with, you know, mental health issues, dealing with PTSD, trauma, and everything like that. So I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not, I can't do this no more. And it was, I started at that point to, you know, go ahead and transition out. Yeah. So you said you're getting retirement, though. You retired. You officially Yeah, I retired. retired I'm right? retired. At 13. Get, at, at 13, 13 years. years. So I get medical, um, I get disability pay, mm-hmm. and I get retirement pay. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, retired. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I mean, that's good stuff. I mean, you, you had a career that, yeah. like, I mean, I always, like I said, I always was like, dang man, I, what if he stayed in? You know, man, if, if I stayed in, like I'm telling you, you know, my 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 goal was, I think honestly, um, I probably my next step was going to be go uh, warrant officer. I think yeah. that was going to be the next thing because even as a young sailor, like you were saying you always you always look for what you want to be or or how you want to you know what i'm saying see yourself and 
just looking at warrant officers, you know, knowing that they were chiefs, so you had to make chief. And now you're an officer. It's like you're the best of both worlds. And, and literally, you were the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So officers couldn't fuck with you. Chiefs couldn't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So you really was, you know what I'm saying, on the island called the Mustangs. You know what I'm saying? You really was yeah. on the island where, like, you was that you, you was that dude. So. so I'm about to ask you, I'm about to ask you, um, would you learn that you could take from the Navy that's, you know, apply it to, like, the rest of your life, right? That's what I'm mm -hmm. about to ask you. But before that, I'm just thinking about, like, highs and lows, man. Because I was like, man, I should have asked you your best moment, worst moment. That would be uh, cheesy to me to ask you your best moment, worst moment. Um, but I feel like some of the greatest moments I probably was around for. Yeah. Some of the lowest moments I probably was yeah. around for. Like, life was, like, really, it's like a I music mean, video. I think, bro. like, we've been together for... 10 years now yeah we've, we've been doing this joint for almost a decade you know what i'm saying and like you said from all the different commands so yeah you've been there for a lot of the highest highs and a lot of the lowest i lows. think it's over a decade now bro yeah it's over a decade man but like 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 life on those deployments man they used to like it's like <laughs> some crazy stuff man you know yeah i was telling i was telling angeline i'm like being young because she was talking about like some friends she know like a couple mm -hmm. and she was saying like the guy didn't really look like he wanted to be in a picture with you know with the girl and they had just had a kid and i'm like i'm like yo he probably don't even know what he has you yeah. know what i'm saying and it made me think of and i'm like he probably just being a guy yeah. like yeah i ain't being a picture like that but it made me think about like uh us like being overseas mm -hmm. and like dude there was times that i did not know like we were in rome bro we went to like turkey we want places that like i see now on tv like damn i wish i could go there i i was there but i was drunk i was like crazy say, like having a great time so and and bringing that up like i just i think i just two three weeks ago pulled out an old camera and i mm -hmm. sent you some videos you know what i'm saying from when we was over in turkey um and yeah like you really that's one thing that i will say um that i appreciate that that I will never take for granted is the the relationships I built and the places I got to go. Yeah. Like going to Seychelles, um, Madagascar, uh, Crete, going to uh, Turkey. I forgot about Crete. It, exactly. <laughs> Haifa, Israel. Like it's yeah. so many, uh, so many places, like you said, Rome, you know, and now like I'm kind of, trying to retouch on it and trying to revisit it like i meant to ask you to find pictures and stuff if you have some but um looking up i mean just going back looking at old pictures also revisiting it with you know the concept of the pieces and everything mm -hmm. that we're doing where you know we're trying to touch on each region that you know we visited to kind of bring that to you know the people so they can get a small sample small taste of you know what we got to enjoy while we was out there you know what i'm saying on them seas and Say the yeah, world. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I mean, Supp ain't no liquor flavor pizza. Is it? Ain't no <laughs> absent flavor pizza. Oh, is it? Man. <laughs> yeah, you talk about putting hands on people. Like, yeah, man. I'm telling you, that, that's what I said. Like, I never was. I never was in love with the Navy, and I probably didn't fall in love with it because it was just like society. It was so much like yeah, being, you know what I'm saying, a civilian. So, you know, you get in there. Like, I one instant we on the mess decks. You know, I got my food sitting here. I'm getting ready to sit down and eat. Next thing I know, I come back, my tray gone. Yeah, the dude thought he could just move your yeah, tray. Yeah, like you thought you was about to just move my yeah. food. Like, yeah. and again, young, 
and you know ignorant and testosterone full like, yeah nah so he had to get thrown to the ground yeah you know? yeah after but, getting choked up yeah, out of the seat yeah. yeah i remember that stuff man that but, stuff was crazy you know again you you everybody even though they put on the uniform they still who they are yeah so that's why i said like for me like i never went in on you know gung-ho rah-rah navy military this but i also knew like this could help me you know put me on a trajectory for you know bigger and better things you know later on down the line yeah and you never misrepresented it right and that's the nah, one thing that nah, i i, nah. I, I want to make clear you never misrepresented the navy like you are a fine specimen of what the navy has to Man. offer <laughs> so talking about me getting out um i went through i had to actually go through an appeals process for my med board when I got out and I'm in a room full of um, captains and commanders, lieutenant commanders, and this full bird captain that ain't never seen me or met me a day in my life. He read my, uh, my, my jacket, my whole mm-hmm. you know career and everything that I've done, accomplished awards, all of that stuff. And his words was like, we really sorry that we got to lose you. Like you were one yeah. of the ones that if we had something we could do to keep you, like we would probably do what we could to keep you. So you know I'm saying, no, nah, I never, even though I wasn't all in or you know, however you want to classify it, I still did what I was supposed to do. And I still think I left a great uh, legacy as far as the sailors that I worked for, worked with, you know what I'm saying? The commands that I was at, you know, yeah, so, personally, yeah, I, I know I, think I did right by them. I know, Three of the sellers that was on the Villa Golf, they they officers now. Three yeah. of them, yeah. I want to say one of, and then chiefs. another one is chiefs. They mm-hmm. all chiefs are officers. Like yeah. all of them, either chiefs or officers. Some of them were sellers of the year. Some of them was like rank number one. So a lot of success after you when we started out. Remember before you, with people just feeling like they sucked. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, so my next question, you know, to move us away from the military stuff is, um. What was your like something like your biggest takeaway from that whole experience that you feel like is going to benefit you on the civilian sector? Oh, man, the biggest takeaway that I can take from that, um, really, it would be. It's a lot. Uh, it, it's probably a lot of them, but I, I, I'm going to start with. Um, I'm going to start with organization and attention to detail. Um. I think organization, organizational structure and attention to detail is something that you can use in every aspect of your life, especially attention, you know, the detail, whether it's dealing with your kids, your job or whatever, just, you know what I'm saying? Taking those small steps to, to pay a little bit more attention to, to things cuts out a lot of rework and having to do over, which is something that you really don't have. Mm-hmm. A lot of opportunity and time, you know what I'm saying, dealing in the military when you're on mission schedules and we things used to like hate that. Rework. I remember yo, we always used to talk about rework. Like, yo, I hate rework. Yeah. And especially if I had to go do it, you know what I'm saying? And that was one of the other things with my sailors like that made them better. It was yeah. like, yo, we don't want Pinkney to have to come down here and <laughs> tell us that we fucked this up. Might just get hands put on you, man. Yeah, so <laughs> hey, man. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Organization. Um and uh, like I said, attention to detail. Those are probably be the, the two biggest mm-hmm. things because, again, where I am now and trying to grow and build a business, I think those are going to be two things that's going to help me uh, be successful in that. 
All right, so let's transition into pizza, man. Let's talk pizza. Because, I mean, I'm assuming at some point you fall in love with pizza. Yes, no? Yes, yes. All right, so, so yes. Let well, me, I'm going to say I fell in love with cooking, though. Well, well, I was going, because I was okay. going, I wanted to kind of bring in that, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so now we finally, um, so it's like a, I don't want, <laughs> it would be weird to call it like a, a great love story or whatever but it's like an epic tale of like brotherhood or whatever right yeah. so that's what i call it right like an epic tale of brotherhood where now we still communicating with each other right Always. so yeah. um now i know you in the food like somehow like yo all right um um i'm out got the kids everything is you know where it should be mentally now i'm like doing things mm-hmm. uh the transition and what I'm planning to do next, right. you know, um, after the military, I want to say funk, but after the military no, transition, st- st- you know, stench is kind of yeah. worn off. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like what I'm, what I'm going to do with my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when the military see, and that's the thing that we could have a whole episode about is when we leave our condition to join the military mm-hmm. or whatever, when we leave the military, you know, we, either go back to that condition or we need to you know transition yeah. so now you at i got my family back but i need to you know do something right so it was food it's some shit had to do with food right you hit me um hey i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm mm-hmm. getting this i'm getting this and it still felt like so it was like it, i was still getting the same pinkney that i yeah, felt yeah. like i was getting in the yeah. navy you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yo, I'm doing this now. Yo, I got this going on. I just got this. I got the serve safe. I got this. I got this. I got this. And um, somehow it, it went from like soul food. It went from a couple of things. And somehow we landed on pizza. Mm-hmm. Right? So what brought you to, and you could go back over all that stuff I was telling you if you want, but what brought you to pizza? So to kind of draw a, a, a line, um, getting out so in my transition mm-hmm. you know dealing with mental health and you know going to therapy and de- dealing with everything for that they had cooking classes that you could take now granted i fell in i, I fell in love with cooking when um i had a housewarming and people was coming over and i wanted to make some crab cakes so i was like Yo, i don't know how to make crab cakes i mean i want to make some crab cakes so i went and bought some crab meat made these crab cakes everybody loved them i was you know i'm shocked so that was my first experience with making something from scratch mm-hmm. and seeing people's reaction from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that in itself, and not only just that, but to know that still two, three, four years later, like there's still people like, yo, when you gonna make some more of them crab cakes? So that was that first, you know what I'm saying, real, okay, yeah, it might be something here with this and I don't mind doing it. So, um, transitioning out like i said dealing with mental health and doing um stuff they had classes that you can take so i was doing that that was the navy offer the navy nice. offered uh some classes for cooking classes cooking classes yeah. it's it's one of those things um my mindfulness so it's kind of like a mindfulness thing mm-hmm. where it's something for you to do to take your mind off of whatever it is that's causing your anxiety your depression or whatever so i signed up for what i needed i had to take classes and I didn't want to do stuff I don't want to do because mm-hmm. I'm doing that right now, being in the military, yeah. you know, at this point. Um, so I was like, nah, let me, they got cooking classes. I'm going to go ahead and take some cooking classes. Uh, so I did that. 
Um, but also a while back when we was in Naval Academy, you know, me and my wife at the time, we had went to uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce concert. And then, of course, you know what I'm saying, coming home on the way back, I was like, yeah, man, we're going to power couple all this other stuff. I'm going to build a restaurant and all that. And that was like the first time I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to build a restaurant now. Mind you, this is after I made the crab cake. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm still kind of talking and, you know, working through long, long-term things or whatever. You, um, And then I come into the bump in the road with the military family and everything. I got to get out. Um, I came home to Maryland while I was here. I was actually still in transitioning out. Because I got them to move me to be closer to yeah. my family yeah. due to, you know what I'm saying, the mental health issues that I was dealing with. And of course, that helped a lot. So um, from there, I went to PG Community College and started taking culinary arts classes. So once I realized like cooking was what I wanted to do, I was like, let me go get some classes on it. Went and got some classes, learned some basic things, was taking some classes. Um, and while I was doing that, I don't know what I was on. And a place called Pizza University came up. Mm-hmm. So from there, I was like, oh, I'm going to go up here. It's in Beltsville. It's, like it's right up the road. I ain't got to go nowhere far or anything like that. A little three-day class. Let me take this. It's supposed to teach you about, you know what I'm saying, something called Smart Start, I believe. would give you some basic understanding of the business industry, pizza industry. But then from there, I really what, what tied everything together was I was like, man, you know what? I remember the first thing that I ever actually cook like the very first thing was pizza mm-hmm. so thinking of the memory of being three four years old um living in our first house um on Pineview lane in clinton we used to take loaves of bread and you take you a slice put some ketchup on there mm-hmm. put some american cheese or whatever and you take you some hot dog slices and you put it on and you put it in the oven yeah that's your, that was your, and that's that, pizza. That was your pizza. And that's pizza. And people don't understand that's pizza. That's pizza. Yeah. And 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 really, there's actually an Italian pizza. My sister from my sister telling me mm-hmm. that she used to eat when she was in Italy. That that's an actual pizza that has hot right. dogs and French fries yeah. on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just thinking back to that memory and knowing that I wanted to get in cooking, I started building the concept. I started coming up with it. Um, and originally, it was called Cedar Oak. Yeah, uh, cedar oak, cedar yep. oak pizza bar, and you know the cedar oak was. It's a, sp- a place in Brandywine called Cedarville. My family's from Brandywine, Aquasco, down that area. So I was like, cedar, okay, cool. Oak is the state tree of Maryland. So I was like, that'll tell people. I can tell people that's you know where I'm from. But then going along, going along, it's like, man, how am I going to? What am I going to do with the pieces? What are the pieces going to be named? What are their toppings? All these different things. I was like, man. So then I came up with plank owner. And a plank owner basically is a sailor who is in the process or has something to do with the process of commissioning a ship. Mm-hmm. So I actually was down there to commission the USS Montgomery and the USS Jackson down in Mobile, Alabama, two of the LCSs. So I got a plank owner certificate. I was like, hmm, I, I'm an actual plank owner and I'm building a business from the ground up. So and it's pizza like let's just call it plank on the pizza mm-hmm. you know so that's that's where all of that uh kind of really snowballed and, and formed from yeah so right. let me let me hit you with something because i told you about crying and that was impressive to me right mm-hmm. i told you that 
So full circle, another thing happened, you know, that you did. And I don't think I told you this, but it was impressive to me. And I and I think like I don't have any friends right now, like people I call my friend Mm -hmm. that I'm not like impressed with at times. Like I admire I admire my friends, you know. So um, we were at Pizza Expo and, you know, we'll probably we'll get to that in a second. But we went to Pizza Expo uh, last year and we had a good time. But uh, we were like. I mean, we was like the little guys at Pizza Expo. Yeah, you know, we yeah. like don't even have a location. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a concept. We got pizzas. We selling pizzas. Um, we still trying to figure it out. Right. I'm still dealing with whatever I'm dealing with here. So we still even trying to figure that part out. But we have a company. Mm-hmm. We got pizzas, right? Yes, we do. But um, we so we are the little guys, and I'm watching us go through uh, like. Big boy, like uh, restaurants, man. You know, so we went to Pizza Rock, right? Mm-hmm. And we done a tour in Pizza Rock, right? And this is where it matters, man. This is where it all matters at. And we would, we met, you know, we were on tour, so we met like people along the way. These people were 20, 30 year Deep, pizza yeah. store owners. Like, and um, while we going through Pizza Rock, they start asking us questions, like technical questions about pizza prep and stuff like that. And, um, I was impressed, man. I was watching like they any question they asked, like you knew the answer. Like some of the other people didn't. Like yeah, these big, the, you know, these big boys, these big women in the, in the business who we met and we respect, and you know, we got a lot of love, and hopefully we'll reconnect with them at some point. But you knew all the answers, yeah. you know, the little guy, man. And I was like, damn, yo, like my boy really retained like all this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. That was like probably the most recent. I was like really impressed. I'm like, damn, yo. Pa- passion. And, and, and I say passion, but um, you you really just, you got to want to be the best, yo. Yeah. Like I, I really humbly believe, and I say humbly believe, but I really believe like when you get into something, you got to want to be on top. You got to uh-huh. want to be the best. You got, like you can't be scared to let your name ring. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I'm always going to uh, champion. I'm always, you know what I'm saying, scream. Like, I'm trying to get to a point where Plank on a Pizza is a, a, a national name, a, a global name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We try to get to, you know what I'm saying, those, those type of levels. But in the midst of doing all of that, we definitely have good causes and stuff that we're going to feed. But, yeah, no, I, I don't ever want to tell anybody to play small around me or or in, in anything that they doing in their life like you know what i'm saying learn it starts with learning your shit you know what i'm saying you gotta yeah. study you gotta learn your shit but then at the end of the day like once you know you know your shit talk your shit yeah you know what i'm saying don't be scared to stand up and again a lot of that came from you know what i'm saying being in the military because again my, my i'm young in the military and i'm standing i gotta stand up to people who've been in the military 20 30 years you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember being an E5 on the Vela Golf, screaming on a lieutenant commander, you know what I'm saying, over some shit that really didn't have nothing to do with me. But, you know, I felt like dude was getting screwed and I didn't want to see it like that. Yeah. So, you know, I interjected into it. But, yeah, no, nah, you, you always got to study, learn the greats. Like I said, going to school when I was in the military, I got a bunch of uh, NECs. So when I got out, I had the same mindset. Let me go to college. Yeah. And if I can go up to Bellsville, get a cert or, you know what I'm saying, something that I can put into my business plan to show that I'm really serious and then also, you know, meet a few people in the industry. It's like, why not? Yeah. And all of the greats are aware that they're great. It ain't too many greats that's yeah, not aware that they're so. great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I say that for a reason. 
right? Like I said, I always get weirded out with the Navy when people act like you can't know who you are. Mm. Uh, everybody we admire is <laughs> they are aware of who they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So pizza. So we figured a concept. Um, mm-hmm. And what is that concept? We ain't really talk about the concept. Like so, no. Nah, we um, right now we we leaning more towards a uh, fast casual. Um, so we'll have uh, beer, wine. It's it's primarily going to be uh, Detroit style and artisan pizza. So when I say mm-hmm. artisan, that's your normal circular round mm-hmm. pizza. Um, it's just not on. Uh, I guess a New York style or a large crust. Uh, so it's kind of a smaller style piece. It's probably more closer to 10 to 12 inches. Um, but we're going, we're going May topping. So we're going to give you things like cream of crab. We got a, a Jamaican jerk chicken. We got a Cajun shrimp. Um, and a lot of these play on the different regions of either being stationed or places we went overseas. So we're going to have a, um, what's, what's the other one? Um, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. I'm about to say it's my favorite. Uh, I got you. I'm right yeah. here. I got you. Yeah, man. The, 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 that chicken right shawarma. <laughs> yeah, man. That chicken right shawarma. So, yeah, we we gonna bring a lot of flavors from, like I said, different travels, different uh, areas um, uh, that we we went to. Um, we're gonna do calzones. Like I said the beer. We're gonna focus mainly on craft beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them from you know local areas is what we're gonna try to pinpoint. Even some of the wines when we start reaching out to them, you know we're gonna be pinpointing uh, local wines and things like that. So yeah, man, it's, it's yeah. definitely gonna be a, a a dope concept that we're gonna bring to the people. It's fun, man. Um, like you know, just kind of like beginning, starting to go through this ride with you. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a lot of learning, a lot of stuff. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed, to be honest. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. But um, the thing about the both of us um is like we both like action guys, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like so, right, like right, just to be transparent, to, you know, to the listeners, since we both action guys, like we're at like a point where like we we gotta like bog down to do some paperwork right so that's kind of like we want the action you know what i'm saying and even when we used to like create i remember we used to create programs on the ship yeah when it came to the paper like we would shoot the idea a million you know ways but when it came to the paperwork we had people that that helped us out we have friends that came and did the paperwork do and find people who can do what you can't all right and i Find people who can do what you can't. And who wants to do, who's willing to do, do but you, you know what you can't. That's why they say a team is so important. Yeah. That's why they say a team is so important. Yeah. You definitely got to have people, like, as far as vision, uh, recipes, and creating all of that, I got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to, even when it comes to writing recipes down and putting them in, you know, yeah. ways they're supposed uh, to look yeah. and all. To try to I'm that. just telling you, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I just don't want to do it. I would rather, I, I really just need an app that I can talk into yeah. that's going to put this shit down. But, or somebody who I can just be like, yo, just come with me and just, you know what I'm saying? But you, you got to find somebody that's yeah. always going to be able to do the things that you can't do and do the things that you don't want to do. Yeah, and you know I think saying? I perk up whenever it's time to create something. When it's and time to be creative thing, or so, yeah. like, yo, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> and talking about action and, and just sticking with the military and the transition and everything, like, that's another thing. When you're in the military, 
you don't, you don't, money is not an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and believe it or not, being in the military for 10, 13 years and anytime you needed something as far as your job, you, you put in an order and you know what I'm saying? Boom, it's done. So you used to things happening quicker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing, at least for me right now, it's like, man, I'm not used to things moving this slow. Yeah. But I don't have the finances or, you know, backing or whatever to move as fast yeah. as I was moving then. So I, I got to take every and understand that every little step is a big step. It's just taking time. You know and even even like with the ovens and stuff, like $40,000, $50,000, yeah, yeah. $30,000 ovens. So all this in the Navy, you could order a $30,000 oven. And, and it's dead. Yeah, it's like you, it's don't, you ain't really had nothing to do with it. You know what I'm, you saying? Know what I'm saying? And then I, I was watching uh, uh, Inventing Amy on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody was saying like, "Hey, rich people don't spend their own money, you know. So we're yeah. not trying to really spend yeah. our own money either. You know what I'm saying? We're not really trying to spend our own money. But that ownership, uh, creating something like that's gonna last a long time. That's kind of what we building up the recipe for right now mm-hmm. is just to create something that's gonna last a long time. And what I learned myself, if it's reassuring that in any way, what I learned myself is that." It really don't matter like how long it takes us to build something, <clears throat> as long yeah. as we making it with the right foundation. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, and I think we are. And some of those foundations, man, reach out to your state, local, county. You know what I'm saying? Affiliates, governments. You know, chamber of commerce, EB, uh, uh, Prince George's Con- uh, County Economic Development Center, SBDC. Like, reach out to those those different places that's out there in your different states and wherever mm-hmm. you at. Um, and if you got that idea that you want to, you know what I'm saying, move forward on, you know, they have local pitch, you know, competitions, a lot of community colleges in the area. And I'm sure if you look in your area, you'll probably be able to find them. So, yeah, man, it, it's the truth is as long as you never stop, you, you, you're going to get to where, yeah, where you want to go. You got as long as you keep going. You're going to get the way you want to go. Hey, so any of these like restaurant concepts or anything inspire you? So, you know, I'll lead the Dave's Hot Chicken. Mm-hmm. That story, man, it inspired, it inspired. And now we're seeing a lot of different hot chicken restaurants yeah. pop up, right? And I'm, I'm, it's a lot of people who, who got hot chicken, even like people that I like, they got good hot chicken. But I haven't had Dave's Hot Chicken since. Yeah. We left Vegas, and right, we and right. that was at the Pizza Expo, yeah. right? But we had a Dave's Hot Chicken, incredible. Um, I think Drake, you know, I, I feel yeah, like yeah, I've, Drake uh, kind of um, invested, invested in and and mm-hmm. I've been seeing them moving around uh, a lot. Uh, but Dave's Hot Chicken, man, and it, it at the timing and everything, we were at the Pizza Expo, building our own thing, and then we go just randomly go like, hey, let's go try this hot chicken, mm-hmm. and it was. The shit was incredible, man. Right. Like I'm still chasing the high. <laughs> like if it was good. If we could go to Vegas like right now, like pizza, if, pizza Expo next month. <laughs> yeah, uh, might be getting some tickets just to go Dave's Hot Chicken. You know what I mean? But um, any anybody like that inspire any other uh, restaurant um concepts inspire you? Um yeah, right now I can say uh, I'm most inspired by. Two two restaurants right now, um, Slim and Husky, uh-huh. which is another pizza. Slim and Husky is in pe- Indianapolis. It's in no, nah, that's the missing brick. Uh, Slim and Husky is in um, 
I want to say they started in Kentucky, Tennessee, Memphis, somewhere down south in that They in area. the stadium now, too, though. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Kitchen Cray is another one, a local yeah, um, Kitchen Cray. restaurant. But, yeah, I look at a lot of these uh, shout out black the, Shout out the Down North Philly boys, yeah, the pizza yeah, boys. Yeah, them, too. <laughs> and we, I, I remember we seen them. We didn't get a chance to talk to them. Yeah, we, we seen just them saw them. We, the, yeah, um, but, yeah, man, it's a lot of uh, young black entrepreneurs who don't, or haven't really looked at the restaurant as a industry that they can, you know what I'm saying, walk into or, you know what I'm saying, tap into. And it, it's you starting to see a lot of people that's changing, you know what I'm saying, that for us. And so it's a lot of, I can't pinpoint an exact one, but I definitely know like Slim and Husky just seeing their growth, what they've been doing. Um, Triple yeah. J's uh, pizza because they kind of got the same concept, not as far as, you know, the military thing, but um they do Detroit styles, and I think they do, you know what I'm saying, your artists. What's the other pies. dude that do the Detroit? He got the Chick-fil-A Oh, pizza. man, uh, Cliff. Cliff's yeah, Cliff. Pizza. Yeah, Cliff's yeah, pizza. Up yeah, in, Cliff's uh, pizza. I yeah. want to say, De I think he right outside of Detroit somewhere yeah, um, up that pizza. area. But, yeah, man, so I follow a lot of people. You get, you get a lot of inspiration yeah. from seeing people that look like you doing something that you're trying to do. It lets you know that it's possible and that you can do it. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then um, – I've been thinking about, you know, DM and reaching out to him as a resource, you know what I'm saying? Especially with this paperwork stuff that we was talking about, like, yo, help me out yeah. with this. So. Yeah, but and, also, and they probably will. I want to give a shout out to uh, Alma, Alma's catering experience. Um, uh -huh. She's uh, definitely been a, a a big help as far as mentorship, motivation, um, always there with uh, – insight you know what i'm saying she she's in the process of getting a commercial kitchen or something together and she's always offered you know if we need a space to cook out of or you know whatever so um i'm gonna be big shout out so the food industry is welcoming right the yeah. pizza well the pizza let, let's just go with the pizza, pizza industry yeah. pizza industry man that's it's fun man i've done a million things you know people that listen to to this podcast the fan room they know how much i love music they know i've done music uh and they, I've done other things, but like the pizza industry, man, is so welcoming and cool. Like you could really probably literally hit up the highest person on the totem pole. Tony Gemignani. Tony G, right? Got, Tony got Gemignani, a picture of him right? with him. Yeah. You know, he was like, when you got business cards, reach out yeah, to me. Yeah, he asked for the card. We ain't have that. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> have at the time. You know what I'm saying? That's another yeah, thing, guys. If you, you're going out there and you're trying to do business, make sure you... You got your contacts and your, your cards yeah. and everything, you know what I'm saying, lined up and set up with you. you know yeah, what I'm so man. Tony Gimignani asked for the card. We didn't have it. We got cards now. We got, we got cards, business man. cards now. Um, but uh, it he treated us like we been Man, running. during 15, 20. Yeah, like we already had a years. storefront. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was real genuine. They, they, and I can say that. And I can rattle off a couple names. Um, Scott. Um, yeah, that's Pizza Tours, right? Scott's Pizza, Pizza, Pizza Tours, Tours. yeah. Um, my guy, my guy, my guy. Man, I'm mad his name's escaping me right now. But uh, yeah, they, they, you definitely feel and see that they want people to come into it, that they want people to uh, succeed in it. But, and again, you know, it's an industry. So, and understanding that it's an industry, everybody wants growth. As long as the, the the whole industry is moving, you know what I'm saying, upwards and forward, then everybody's eating, everybody making money. So yeah, I definitely feel and see that this is a 
a welcoming industry. We might get to a point when we grow to a certain level that it might get cutthroat, but right now, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody's very, very cool. And that's different than music, man. Music, for instance, you could be struggling artists. I've always been a struggling artist, right? Mm -hmm. That's my, you know, my motif as a as a as a musician, yeah. right? But um you could be a struggling artist reaching out to another struggling artist for like anything. Mm -hmm. And the other struggling artists might want a thousand dollars from you. Yeah. Like, yo, we both struggling. Like yeah. you're not in a position that you gonna give me leverage. I'm hitting you up out of respect. Like right. like out of the fact that I like your talent. You know, yeah. maybe if we do something together, it might, you know, work better. Mm -hmm. I remember dudes used to sell beats, man, for like five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and it's like we both struggling artists, so who knows what you know what happens where, but dudes will sell beats for like five hundred dollars. And they still selling beats for five hundred dollars, mm -hmm. right? But those same dudes could be like, "Yeah, but you still didn't become famous, right? Either." So, yeah. so it's like, you know. But what if he would have so we, we would have just both worked together and, and both elevated, you know, each other or whatever. So you just you just never know, man. So and and that's what I like about the pizza industry because it's like they always looking for somebody else with a new concept, with yeah. new idea, new restaurant, and they embrace us. Hey. And this crazy thing, man, being black dudes, yeah, it ain't feel weird, man. It, it felt like we were being like nobody has to like. I mean, I'm bald, but nobody has to like touch our hair, like to see like that, how our or, hair. Or felt. it was really, yeah, and that's it, a, that's a metaphor. That's right, a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, even still, there was there wasn't really you know you don't had that kind of look where it's like how do you do serious? Or yeah, like, the imposter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what they really type stuff doing here and I, I'm, I'm not gonna say i i feel you know a supplier or a, a vendor get more attention to somebody who they might have known or yeah. who may have been in you know the game a little bit longer but other than that you know it, it it's it's real genuine yeah. you know well the saying? vendors Support, vendors love. vendors a little different because oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they try to make a sale yeah they try but, to make but, a sale. but when we sit in with you know restaurant owners hanging out with them talking to them and we got like we chopping a lot up. of yeah. good conversation, man. Yeah, a lot and, of good um, conversation, a lot of good contacts. We shared a lot of social media uh, contacts, and 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 that's the other thing. I mean, we met people from Alaska, I believe. Yeah, while we was there, yeah. some people they had a, pizza, a restaurant for like thirty and, years yeah, in Alaska. So, yeah, I'll definitely man trade shows, and this is for anything, whether it's clothing, whether it's food, you know, auto, whatever it is. Like tap yeah. tap into your trade shows, man. Makeup. Yeah, and connect connect with people because you know we might go to Alaska one day and reach out like, yeah. hey, this is us. Yeah, remember we you met y'all so, back. Yeah, networking, networking, yeah. networking, networking. And you learn a lot from people because it was a couple. We had a really good conversation with an owner of a pizzeria, well, Italian restaurant. Um, she talked to us a lot, yeah. but she taught us. I think I, we learned some stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. from her, man. But um, all right, so let's let's go back. So a lot of the concept is going to be flavors based off of places that we've been right yes yes okay um like so if like maybe somewhere in greece maybe somewhere from turkey mm -hmm. you know so flavors based off of places that we've been and then any surprises anything else that you uh, plan on doing that we that we really haven't talked about yet um well we haven't talked about um like community outreach or yeah yeah things that got to do with vets so, uh, we're we gonna be donating uh, uh -huh. a dollar from every pizza, and and I'm we're gonna be donating a percentage mm -hmm. from yeah, every percentage. pizza, um, to veterans and to uh 
communities into the community um, to deal with the stigma of mental health. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Primarily in uh, adolescence, you know, we're, we're going to have programs and stuff for, or donate to programs for um, adults as well, but primarily in adolescence feeling as though if we, we kind of reach them at that age, mm-hmm. um, it's, it'd, it'd be a better, you know, outcome or better, better life. Uh, if we can touch them or, or reach them um, and provide them the help and stuff that they need at that age. As far as veterans, <clears throat> it's going to be the same thing, you know, dealing with mental health, um, hopefully grow to a point um, where we can assist in food, shelter, you know, all those different things. So we definitely uh, going to have some good things coming. Um, yeah. So where where are we right now? Like where is Plank going? It's funny because I know all these answers. Like we 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 partners in this thing, but uh where are we right now? So right now, like you said, the the last um major hurdle is finishing our business plan mm-hmm. and uh getting the financing that we need. Um definitely from people who have tried the pizza, have offered um investing and you know money and things like that um of course we had to again get a sit down with a lawyer and you know get all of those things hashed out as far as uh, if we was to take on um equity versus debt we we're, we're looking at doing debt financing mm-hmm. which is trying to go after bank loans and everything uh first um versus equity financing um yeah, man. if if Amy Sorkin could do it, man, we as I told you, I've been watching yeah, that event. Yeah. Amy, if Amy Sorkin can get forty billion dollars, hey. we should be so. able to get a little million that we want or however. Much. That's it. That's it. Yeah, so, you know. but 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 my question to you, right? It's like this, because people hit me up all the time, right? I might repost a picture from Plank on, or I repost mm-hmm. a picture from West Pink eighty six, right? You know, that's your Instagram. Yeah. Um, but like people be like, hey, when I come over there. I'm getting some pizza, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it might not work like that. <laughs> but if somebody does want pizza, like, how would they go about it? Man, so right now, um, since we since the new year started, we are posting on Tuesdays. The menu goes up. Preferably get your order in Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't have your post notifications on, turn on your post notifications. All right? But DM us at Plank on the Pizza. Um and let us know what pizza you want to order, which day you want to order. Mm-hmm. Deliveries are going through Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays right now. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be the best way to to get your orders in, and the best way to get them in is turn your post notifications on. And every Tuesday, mm-hmm. is just it, check your page nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and see. I've been throwing it up there about seven thirty, a little earlier now, yeah. eight o'clock, but. Nine ten o'clock, you should be checking, playing on the pizza to see on Tuesdays if they posted the menu, if anything new is on the menu, and when they delivering. And that's so, on Instagram. That's on Instagram. And you can on check us on Facebook. I'm actually on Facebook. We got, you know, I plank on the Facebook page now, so I'm doing a little bit better with getting with that. Um, yeah. We do have an email set up. Um, I have to go and check it, but that's more for. Um, if you want to do weddings, if you want to do birthday party, if you want to do some type of event, catering event, um, we we haven't really jumped into that realm yet. But, you know, depending on what you possibly ask and just shoot your, your inquiries over there, we'll tell you whether or not we can or cannot accommodate. 
Yeah, and it's I mean it's the best pizza in the DMV. Like I I, I feel like that. DC, Maryland, Virginia, PG County. Yeah. I feel like this is the best pizza in the DMV, man. I haven't I this is the best the first time I ate plank on a pizza, um, I was coming home. Um, you know, we had already kind of worked out a lot of ideas and mm-hmm. thoughts and stuff, and you had already started selling the pizza. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, hey West, man, I want in, I want in, I want to be a part of this. Let's do this together. Um, and I came home and you had some pizza and I ate it and it was the best pizza I ever ate in my mm-hmm. life. This was yeah. the best. And I'm not saying this because because it's our company. <laughs> and I like that. I'm saying this because it's true. Yeah. Like this was the best pizza. Like this was fresh out the oven first off. Right. But I, I've eaten plank on a piece of cold or whatever. But this was fresh out, out the oven. This was the best pizza I ever had. And I and I always try to like like kind of like chase that. Like, and I ain't get it yet. Yeah. You know, I remember we went and made, and when I went and make pieces with you when I first got home and I had like more time, you know, on the weekends, I would go make pizzas and all the cheeses that you use for the pizzas. The, you know, I don't know. I ain't ever tell you this. Soon as I got home, I went to the oh, market. Oh, tried to make one. And boy, yeah. Not even to make pizza. I did oh, try to okay. make a pizza though. It, it didn't come out the greatest. But <laughs> I went to the market and I bought all the cheeses. Yeah. Every one. And I made, and any, I made everything yeah. with the cheese. I made grilled cheese, cheese sandwiches. Yeah. It was incredible with yeah. all those cheeses. Yeah. Right? So it's like. <laughs> you giving those, away too much right now. Well, I ain't say nothing. <laughs> I ain't say the names of the yeah. cheeses or yeah. nothing. But we got a couple but of But it's the drinks. cheeses that like, y'all ain't, it's a secret and when it comes to those cheeses. I put some noodles in them drinks. For that mac and cheese, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Them joints gonna be just as good. So the the, the yeah. cheese is a little secret, but we ain't gonna tell y'all everything that's in that. Joint. And when it come to that dough, right? So I like to close these out just asking people like, who are they, right? Mm. Like, so it's like you know, I'm Andamo McCullough, and I am a creative, mm. you know. Um, cause I could say I'm a million things. I could say I'm a senior chief. I could say I'm a podcaster. I could say, um, I make music. I could say whatever. I think the biggest thing I could say right now is I'm a creative. I like to make things. I like, uh, to make things for people to consume and stuff like that. So I'm gonna ask you, uh, who are you? Man. So I'm gonna actually give a, a little long drink. So I'm gonna actually say my whole name. And this is probably going to be the only time y'all ever hear it. So, I'm Wesley Ford Belfield Pinkney. So, that's my whole name. Uh-huh. Um, who am I? I'm a father first. First and foremost, I'm a father. Um, and and in that, I think it leads to everything else, which, like you, I can say a creative. Um, but it's really about being a father and trying to show my kids right now that they can create as well that they can build something of their own as well. So I think in everything that I am, I would say I'm a father first. And out of being a father, it leads me into being the other things, or it helps me be better at the other things that I am. Yeah. Hey, hey man, thanks for coming out to the family, oh, yeah. man. No, um, I appreciate it. We'll be back. This is part one. Yeah, we going to get into some ignorant shit oh, in the man. next couple times. Y'all, y'all stay tuned. Yeah, we gonna get into some. We got shit, some ignorant. Boy. We got some ignorant. We some ignorant, ignorant stuff, stuff to talk about. But we this was good do. though, man. I appreciate this. Oh yeah. Everybody, go to at Plank on a Pizza on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Info at Plank on a Pizza 
um, dot com is our email if you you know got a, 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 a wedding party or something like that um, Wes is private so I said his Instagram earlier if you caught it you got it if you ain't catch it I then... posted it in the story this time so <laughs> I seen it yeah if you ain't catch it then it is what it is but hey man hey bottom of my heart man I love you bro and I, I thank you, you bro, for, for sure. I thank you for coming and sitting with me um, this was one that I couldn't wait to do and we'll do more so appreciate this hey all the listeners we love you guys uh, we appreciate you guys uh thanks for checking us out thanks for checking me out see you guys next month next month y'all stay tuned for part two <laughs>